1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass.
0: Hey, what's going on? It's Kevin Deers from Metal Shop doing this whole 2020 Zoom thing. Usually we would have Sanctuary in studio as we have many times. But noah's going in studio, dude. No one's doing that. We're all doing the safe thing. It looks like you have a rad studio at home or at least a practice space or something. Uh, but right now Lenny Rutledge from Sanctuary. How are you doing, man?
1: I'm doing good. That that's my lame attempt at the Christmas decoration right there. I like it. That was as far as I that was as far as I could get it. <laughs> but I'm well, doing great. I mean, considering, you know, Uh, Yeah, it's good to talk to you. You know, uh, hopefully we can do this in person soon
0: absolutely man and congratulations on the release of if you can see uh the the 30th anniversary of into the mirror black century media just reissued that um very very cool Ooh, you got the vinyl nice dude uh so into the mirror black uh 30 years of that uh just last year i believe was the 30 years of refuge denied um and uh yeah dude so so congratulations on that um It is now available as a very nice uh, version uh, with, like, an extra album of uh, something, a live show from Reseda, California. Um, So pick that up if you can. What do you remember... What are, what are some memories uh, that you can recall from from that original recording? Because this came out on Epic Records, a major label, back in nineteen ninety. Um, your follow up to like your your debut huge album. Uh, what are some memories you have uh, if you if you could recall a couple from um, the original release of Into the Mirror Black?
1: Yeah, I mean, one of the cool things was that we actually recorded that at Sound City, you know, and uh, iconic at the time. Yeah, the, the famous Sound City, you know, down in down in uh, L.A. somewhere, uh, which it's not there anymore. And, and I'm sure a lot of people have probably seen that um, the the whole Dave Grohl mm-hmm. documentary. And I, I, the funny thing is, is I actually didn't realize that was the same place until I saw the video. Oh yeah. I, you know, I, yeah, I remember watching it, and I'm like, wait a minute, we recorded there too. You know, and, <laughs> um, it, you know, it's funny because Howard Benson and I recently did a uh, a call a zoom call and it was mm-hmm. the first time we would talked in 30 years and we were talking about this too because the studio was it was kind of underwhelming i know yeah. it's it's like this famous thing now but we always kind of laughed about how we would show up there and, and there would always be some sort of weird um some some kind of Technical issue or some kind of weird deal, but you know, I mean, they cranked out some really great records there, so it was cool. It was, it was just kind of, it was a a bit underwhelming, but you know, that whole time for us was really cool because you know, we got to spend, we got to spend about, I think we were there for about six weeks in Los Angeles, and you know, Seattle guys, it's a, it's a lot different. You know, of course, at that time. We had toured, you know, we'd been around the world with Megadeth and everything, so, yeah. you know, we were a little seasoned, but it was cool to spend six weeks in Los Angeles in the sun. I mean, it was... I'm surprised that we got any work done, because, I mean, we, we were at this place, we stayed down there, called the St. James, and it was just this big party um, apartment, you know? Yeah. And um, we had a blast down there. It was, it was was It was a lot of fun, so...
0: In a, normal, in a normal time, I'm assuming you guys would probably be doing like some sort of 30 years of Into the Mirror Black tour right now, or maybe just out on the road doing a tour, maybe playing some new songs at something. Um, obviously, no one's touring right now, but uh, what are you doing to stay sane and to stay safe? How have the last few months been for you, man? It's been pretty weird for all of us, but how has it been for you, Lenny?
1: Yeah, you know i've been in <laughs> i've been in this room a lot <laughs> so I, I, I come out here and and try and you know uh, work out my frustrations with you know creating music you yeah. know um pretty much it's just me here though um you know uh, there has been a few times where we've gotten together with with everybody yeah um we try and kind of you know be safe and keep it on the down low and all that um but for the most part you know we're we're doing a lot of writing Um, And, you know, we try and be as creative as possible. And actually, you know, the funny thing is, is, is I work for companies that create a lot of um, products for the water sports industry. Yeah. And I'm an IT guy. And it's interesting because we thought, um, we thought it would be, you know, game over, not game over, but we thought it would be a problem. Yeah. And it's weird because. It's been really busy. So my day job has been crazy busy uh, because, you know, everybody's kind of on this staycation, you know, nobody's flying anywhere. I mean, you know, yeah. besides the fact that the 3737 37 Max has been grounded and all that, and then COVID comes mm-hmm. and, and everything, you know, so it, it's been great for our industry, you know, Good. so that's been, been really crazy. Yeah. So when I'm not working my ass off, I'm usually in this room, so...
0: So okay, man. So I have to ask. Um, so I know Wikipedia; it's not the truth. But I was doing a little, like you know, just come on, dinking around on on Wikipedia, and it says that twenty twenty transmutation was going to be out. Is that is it is twenty is twenty twenty one? Do you think this new album Tw- transmutation? Do you think that might be the new projection for a new sanctuary album, or is that even the
1: title of the album? It is, it has been the working title. Okay. Um, You know, I'm always, I I know that things change a lot, Um, you know, in the past, you know, once you nail something down, something happens and changes everything. But um, 2020, no, it's not going to happen in 2020. It could very well come out in in, in 2021. You know, we've we've been taking our time. Um, We're trying to make sure that, that we do it right. Yeah. You know, we feel like we have you know, a little, I mean, not a little bit. We have a lot of a responsibility for the fans and, and, and world, you know, Mm -hmm. that's kind of, you know, for me, that's, that's a big driving factor is that I want to make sure that it's something that our fans can relate to and that world would be proud of or, or somewhat, you know what I mean? I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, world's the kind of guy who would always give me crap about something, but, you know, I want him. I don't want him to go. You know, I wouldn't want him to think, oh, "Oh, God, what a piece." You know, so we're we're trying to we're trying to do our best. Um, so you know, we're 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 you know doing everything we can, and we're just taking our time. And the songs are turning out pretty good, but you know, um, I'm pretty picky. The other are pretty picky, and so you know, it, it'll come out when it's time. But I feel like there's a really good chance. That it will come out in 2021 if not in 2021 it will definitely be recorded in 2021 yeah yeah and then you know worst case 2022 mm-hmm. but you know who knows what touring is going to be like yeah um i know it's still going to be a little while we have a uh, tour um scheduled for uh, uh october september and october of 2021. For Europe, cross we'll, our fingers. We'll do yeah, all of, we'll do all of Mirror Black and everything. Yeah. So, um, and you know, we'll see. We're talking about some stuff in the springtime, but I think it's kind of too early to say. Sure. So I know yeah. we're all dying to get out there, and everybody's uh, looking forward to it. So, I, I tell you, I have not
0: paid this close of attention. To science and the development of vaccines, ever, but uh, it's it's pretty insane to see how quick and how fast so many companies, farm, uh, farm, uh, uh, big pharma is coming up with uh, the. Uh, potential solution for this and hopefully and 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 hopefully uh we can all get vaccinated and and um you know not have uh four eyeballs and then actually be able to you know have co- I, <laughs> I know right it's like it's like hmm shoot me up with the vaccine and you know maybe i'll get another ear but at least i can go to concerts
1: who knows what they're going to do i mean if it yeah. turns out you know you can't go to a concert without being vaccinated or fly i guess then that would kind of Put a little bit of a damper on everything because if they say, oh, well, you're you know, you're not coming to Europe unless you're vaccinated. Then I well, guess. I I'm guess about- we, yeah. yeah. And, you know, at that point, I guess a lot of other people will have a lot of brave people will have already had it by then. And we'll see what happens. You know, as long as like you said, they don't grow another ear or something, then.
0: Okay. <laughs> and i guess it's like uh from what i understand it's like to get gather herd immunity you have to have 70 percent of people getting the vaccine um so i don't know anyways well, this isn't vaccine science talk this is sanctuary talk uh and and again i'm talking with lenny bretledge from San- Um. so you did mention um that you have a responsibility to your fans and um you know i i don't I don't want this to be a sad podcast, but I do have to mention that here uh, in December, we're coming up on three years of um, since uh, the iconic vocalist of Sanctuary and Nevermore, Warl Dane uh, passed away Um, and, and uh, obviously so much love and respect to Warl. hilarious dude, iconic vocalist. um, And I'm sure he was like a brother to you. Yeah. Uh, if we could, before we talk a little bit more about that, um, what 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 are a couple, uh, when you think Worrell, what are a couple memories that immediately come to mind?
1: He loved fireworks. Nice. I mean, okay. Was, like, it, it was weird. He, they, they would, he would come up here mm-hmm. on 4th of July, and he was like, I've never seen, well, I've seen this before, because, I mean, everybody loves fireworks, but he was like a little kid. You know, he would we would go to to the, you know, reservation or whatever and buy a bunch of fireworks and, you know, we can light them up up here. So, you know, yeah. there, there's not that much regulation where mm-hmm. I live and he would just get so excited. It's funny because, you know, the the ominous world vein, I mean, he's he's you know, a lot of people didn't know that he was such a, a he was a sweet guy. Yeah. You know, he really was. And he was funny as hell. Mm-hmm. He had a great sense of humor. And he was just um, had a he had a really good heart in it. You know, he just had a lot of like little kid qualities about him that were very um, inspiring. Yeah. You know, so that's one thing that a lot of people probably don't know about him because he seems so intimidating. But really, if you know him, he he was a real super fun, goofy guy.
0: That's- Always made me
1: laugh. Well, when I was, except for when I was mad at him. <laughs> Which happened quite a bit. Sometimes we butted heads a lot, but you know what? Uh, that's all right. That's it's what brothers do. That's part of what creates good music. Mm-hmm.
0: And what what brothers do you know that always got along? Right?
1: Yeah, rarely, you know. So yeah, exactly.
0: <sighs> um. So obviously, after pass. Uh, after the passing of of Warl Dane, uh, you guys did an initial tour uh, with the vocalist Joseph Michael, who is the now the vocalist of of uh, Sanctuary. Um, you did it in a tour in 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 honor of Warl. Um, and how long into the tour did you realize this is working? Let's try and see if we can do this. Was it always the plan, or was there a time in that tour where you were? sat down and had a talk like let's let's take let's this feels right
1: yeah i don't know it wasn't necessarily always the plan um i mean we did want to for sure play one more time you know and and um meet our commitment that we had with the tour that was booked and everything and i think it just it sort of developed you know over the tour we one thing that that i noticed as we were playing the looks on a lot of people's faces when you know joseph hit some of those uh, notes and stuff it it just had for us it was having chemistry but really it's also important uh, how the fans relate to it yeah and you know there were some things that you world was a great singer and a great vocalist and over time things changed his voice changed a little bit and as he got older He's having a little bit of a hard time hitting some of the high notes. I personally loved the way he sang on the year the sun died. And I love that lower nevermore register. Yeah. So it didn't bother me that much that, you know, for us, that was kind of a growth. Yeah. But I think he was having a harder time hitting some of the higher stuff like battle angels and stuff like that when we were on tour and, you know, he was a trooper, man. He went out there and he just did it. And I remember he still made it work. when he
0: came he up to Metal lovely. Shop one time, he, he, he laughed because we played um, from Inception. We played a couple songs and he was yeah. laughing and he was like, why did I even do that? That's screwing me now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he told me the same thing. I mean, he set the bar high. Oh, yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. It's I, I can't oh. imagine. Right. And I think it stressed him out a little bit, yeah. uh, to be honest, you know, but you know, I noticed that when we played a lot of the, the older stuff, because I mean, we did, we did, uh, you know, a lot of Refuge Denied and, mm-hmm. and stuff then, and then we ended up doing all of Refuge Denied like a year later after yeah. that. But when people saw some of those songs, they were kind of, I mean, the look on some of the people's faces were like, no, no way. I yeah. mean, I saw jaws drop, and 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 I it gave me, you know, kind of like a wow. It gave me chills. I was like, okay, people are. People are feeling the way we're feeling about it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should continue. And, you know, we're, and that's kind of what we're trying to do and trying to make it work. And, and I, you know, I can guarantee you that not everybody's going to feel 100% about it, you know, and, and I get that because it, nobody will ever be Worrell. There's no way. There's just, there's not another out up, you know, but I think a lot of people will will get into this and i think a lot of people will love love the live shows and and i think people will like the like the new music as well but you know um we're i think we're just you know we're having a good time and i think people are enjoying it when they see it and you know so that was for us that was definitely the door open you know yeah I would love to ask
0: um, and and I know it's not an interview with him um, with with Joseph Michael but I would love to ask him if I could maybe in your perspective of how do you go into a process like that where you're stepping into these iconic shoes and do you do your World Dane impression or do you do your own thing with respect to World Dane from your perspective what are you looking for are you looking for Um, you know, just this is sanctuary and that's how it's always been. Or do you want him to kind of take his own little, I mean, uh, does that make
1: sense? Yeah, totally. Um, and it's a, it's, it's a happy medium. Yeah. Um, because I know that, you know, he, he didn't want to come in and, and just be like a, a whorel clone. Yeah. I mean, they don't, they don't really sing the same. So there's some stuff that, that is similar and all that, but I mean, I think he was pretty adamant about, you know, this, you know, this is the way I sound and and I can, I can sound like oral on some things. And there were some things that, you know, we're okay with, you know, Hey, do it, do this like this, especially, but there's, you know, there's some elements of the live show where it's like, we got to hear this at this point. You know what I mean? Kind of do it like that, you know, give it your own spin on it. But it better sound somewhat like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you, you kind of have that responsibility. And believe me, I know how it is when I go see some bands, you, you kind of want that. Mm-hmm. I mean, some some maybe it doesn't matter with, with certain singers. You know, like, Brian Johnson doesn't sound exactly like Bon Scott, but, yeah. I mean, he pulls it off. Absolutely. You know? I yeah. mean, it's it still kicks ass, mm-hmm. you know. So that's kind of what we're trying to do, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, so yeah there's a little bit of you know we want it to sound certain ways but the new stuff we're we're trying to kind of develop a old meets new cool uh, but joseph also putting his spin on it we want to get like some of the old school high vocals but some of the year the sun died type of vibe a lot of the music sounds like um, kind of the year of the sun died by, um, but we, we have the tools right now to be able to go back and forth as far as vocally. So that's what we're going to use, you know, and, and, um, you know, I'm hoping, I'm ho- we're, we're hoping everybody likes it. I mean, we are so, um. Hopefully that answered the question. Absolutely, man. Um, And if you
0: listen back, I didn't really even have a question. I kind of just said, does that make sense? And you're like, yeah, kind of. So anyways, uh, so um, I'm looking forward to the new music. Uh, 2021 or 2020 has been a show, as we all know. Um, Yeah there's days when I'm watching news a lot of you know the political coverage during the election time and, and just or just you know covid news and and I just get a little overworked with my mind and I gotta go to some tunes for some kind of like sonic therapy for you personally what's an album that you can go back to if you're just overwhelmed and you need some a uh, release is there an album that you can go back to that's just brings you back to a, a positive mindset?
1: I love Ronnie James Dio, Black Sabbath. Nice. Both Heaven and Hell and Mob Rules are probably, I mean, they would both make it in my top 10 of albums, period. Um, you know, and I love like really old Scorpions as well. Yeah. Um, I'm listening to a new band now. I don't know if they're new. They're new for me. Yeah. It's called Death White. Okay. Um, it's a really, really doomy band. Cool. I love that band. I love stuff like Candlemas and Trouble too. Yeah, man, I just that that just I, I love it. And then you know I love you know ABBA <laughs> too. So I mean I love I love cheesy seventies music as well. But you know, so I I go both. Uh, you know wh- whatever, sad, happy, but you know as long as it's intense, and evokes yeah. some sort of emotion. That's uh, I love it.
0: Can I put a band on your on your radar if you're into the stuff like Trouble and 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 Absolutely. Uh, it's a band called Spirit Adrift.
1: Spirit Adrift.
0: Yeah, their new album, okay. incredible. Uh, it's it's along those lines, um, kind of classic heavy metal sound, but also with some doom influence. It's super super good. So definitely check it out.
1: Nice. Yeah, um, it's funny because yeah, um, our drummer was telling me about some you know doom band or something like that, and he's like, check this out on Spotify and i just happened to be looking over you know where it was suggesting death white oh and i hit that and i couldn't stop i couldn't stop listening for like a week and i was like holy sh- great i found it you know i feel like i discovered them but i'm sure they've been i think they have a few records so hey you you
0: uh you stumped me so you got me i'm gonna check them out i i got spirit adrift for you and you got death white for me so it's like it's like we're tape trading but a lot less. Uh... Yeah, man.
1: They're 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 a la- lot. I think they have two records out. May- maybe I could be wrong. I think it's at least two. Death white. But, um Yeah, the newest one is really good. I think it came out in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty, and it um, maybe maybe in January. But it's really heavy. Good good sounding record, man. I mean, right if you on. like that kind yeah. of stuff.
0: Oh, I do. I do. Um, okay, so um, I I kind of had a question about. Uh, what keeps you motivated? Um, you know, cause you have a day job and, you know, you have a kid or kids or you have a family and, and, you know, you, you, you're celebrating 30 years of a record. Um, but you're still writing music. What keeps you motivated? And, and you're talking about touring Europe. Um, you know, you've had these experiences yet, you know, you, you're coming back for more motivated to create more.
1: What's keeping you motivated for it? You know, I mean, one of the things I like is kind of the interaction with people because I'm, I don't, I kind of consider myself and I don't know if this is, I just don't, I'm just kind of socially awkward, I think. Sure. But for some reason, the whole music thing, um, and writing music, presenting it, sharing it with people, playing it for people, um, it, that's kind of my outlet, you yeah. know, And I like to talk to people about it and meet people. And it just, I, it makes me feel normal, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, it's kind of like, I guess a creative outlet too, you know, for the longest, for a while there, you know, I, between, uh, 2000 and 2010, I didn't write a lot of metal songs or anything. It was all like just acoustic music. Yeah. And, um, it, it kind of gave me a different perspective on, on things, but so does just hammering out a killer riff. You yeah. I mean, just the power of it and all that. So there's, there's something about, you know, when you're writing stuff like that, it just does something for your soul. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just makes you just gives you a certain energy. So yeah. Nice Nothing dude.
0: Like Absolutely, man. And, um, just, uh, one, one last question for you, man. Um, so there's the bands that we remember from from Northwest, right? There the the out of the metal scene. There's the ones that that you know kind of you know stick with people. The Mace, the the Sanctuary, you know, the Accused, uh, Nevermore, a Forced Entry. Is there a band that you think was lost in time? Like you think should have? Or obviously Metal Church. I, I forget to mention Metal Church. So is there a band? Um, you know that you kind of came up with in the scene that you think people should revisit look up find and uh and maybe kind of remember that uh maybe didn't isn't as well remembered as the others strict nine strict nine
1: yeah um so the actual singer of strict nine his name was randy bowman okay and um, he was in he was in sanctuary for for a short time, right right at the very beginning, just a very short time. But he ended up being in a band called Strict. Now, I don't know if you've heard them, but it's a cool band. They're um, I don't know if they actually recorded a record, but they they recorded some demos and yeah. it, was, it was cool stuff back then. It was like metal church kind of Iron Maiden ish. Yeah. But um, cool stuff. You can find it on um, on YouTube. Strict Nine. Um, I think they had a song called "Run for Your Life" or something like that. Uh, George our, uh, Hernandez, bass player for Sanctuary, now was good friends with them too. Um, George from Panic, a cool band. And I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. And they were kind of all in that scene together. You yeah. Know? And um, yeah, they there was one of those bands that just they their trajectory seemed like it was you know going somewhere. Yeah. And then they, I don't know what happened. They just kind of disappeared. But um, check it out. It's, it's
0: cool stuff. Nice. All right. Right on. We will. So we're kind of trading, you know, bands back and forth here. I dig it. Um, so, you know, you said possibly 2021, 2022 for a new Sanctuary album. Um, do you have any final words for the Northwest? Um, you know, we're all kind of going through this weird time together. But do you have any final words for the Northwest metal metal
1: audience? Keep your heads up, everybody. I mean, it's, you know, we're going to get through this and hopefully soon we'll all be able to get together and share music as um, a live event. Yeah. (laughs) It's been, man, it's been, it's it's coming up on a year now. Yeah. And I know everybody's uh, jonesing for it. I know I am. So hopefully, you know, within the next six months, we'll all be able to go out and see see live music that's gonna i think that interaction in itself is gonna do a whole lot of good therapy for a lot of people
0: it's gonna be very healing it's gonna and and you're right and i think when it's finally able to uh, when we're finally able to congregate and everyone's vaccinated and to- and, and tours are back up, I think it's going to be bigger than ever. And I think people, there's going to be a rush for bands to tour. And I think those clubs are going to be booked straight up. Like the clubs that survive are going to be jam packed because everyone's going to want everyone's has ba- all the bands have been in home writing new records. Everyone's just jonesing to get back on the road. And there's going to be a lot of people that are just so ready to go get in the mosh pit sing along to their favorite bands it's going to be uh you know kind of um after the spanish flu there was the roaring 20s and i think that we're going to have the roaring 20s again and uh you know it's going to be the 2020s but uh i think we're we're due for that it's going to be cathartic and and such a release of this pent-up insanity of the last year
1: yeah, I just you know I'm I'm really hopeful that that all the you know the clubs and the club owners and mm-hmm. promoters and 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 crew and everything you know I feel for them you know just as as well as all the bands that that haven't been able to get out there and make a living and everything so I, I know everybody's going to be rushing to it when it yeah. when it happens and that you know, that's kind of good for the fans because once it does open up I mean you're going to be able to see there's going to be bands coming to town yep. you know every night yeah for for six months or so oh, yeah you know what i mean you'll have your you'll have your choice that's for sure so it'll be it'll be cool for that
0: absolutely man and again uh check out sanctuary into the mirror black reissue on cd on vinyl pick up some merch from sanctuary these guys are badass support local metal uh again thanks again lenny yeah thank you man absolutely
1: it. this has been metal shops
0: backstage pass this episode is brought to you by progressive Insurance.